Ah, the final Green Bay Packers seven-round mock draft. I hope I get one right. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't do a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. So many mock draft grassies. Grassies. Yep. It's draft week, folks. <laughs> but today, yes, we will be taking a look at the final Packers seven-round mock draft that we will do for the 2020 NFL draft. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a brand new Patreon, Kyle Murtog. Thank you very much for joining over at patreon.com slash Tom Grassi Comedy. It is much appreciated. Now, uh, I have done, obviously, one of these. I did it, I think it was last week at this point. The days just blur together. Next, last week, week before, one of those times. Um, and this week, what I wanted to do is I wanted to implement trades into it. And so what I think is the... The most likely trade, again, the Packers could trade up. They, they obviously could. We don't have a ton of draft capital, but uh, I see them more trading back, which will be reflected in this mock. So let's get to it. So at number 30, oh wait, the Green Bay Packers aren't going to trade there in this mock. That's right. The Green Bay Packers, instead, what I had them doing was trading back from 30 with the Jacksonville Jaguars so the Jaguars can hop up back in because two first-round picks weren't enough for them for them to get a third. And in exchange, we would get their 42nd pick and their 73rd pick. So I thought that there was some great value there. So that being said, with the 42nd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the first guy I had them going for is Zach Baum, the linebacker from Wisconsin. Now, I've been focusing on Bond now for like a little bit more than a, about a week and a half. Uh, he's He came across my radar a lot earlier. A lot of people were bringing him up. And I watched him, and while he is primarily an outside linebacker, I think he could easily be converted to the inside. He has good coverage ability. He can stop the run. And I, and I honestly think that he's worth taking a look at. It's most likely we're not going to get a Patrick Queen or... Kenneth Murray unless we trade up for them and so I think this fulfills a strong need now there is a part of me that doesn't even think that the Packers are going to go inside linebacker or linebacker for the first two picks but if we were to trade back I think it's more likely honestly I did so many of these mocks and the the toughest thing was is I think the Green Bay Packers within the first two picks are going to target an offensive tackle the problem is, is I feel like there is going to be a run of offensive tackles in the first round. And so that's exactly what I predict is going to happen. And that's why I traded back because we just didn't have an offensive tackle that made sense there at 30. And so I went with Zach Bond. It fulfills a need. Obviously, we have Christian Kirksey, but uh, this would make me allow me to sleep a little bit better at night for the inside linebacker position. Then at number 62, I got Lucas Nyang, the offensive tackle from TCU. Now, I'm going to... Put a caveat here. Again, I think they're going to go offensive tackle. Here's the good stuff. He's 6'6", 315 pounds, has played right tackle, has NFL starter written all over him. Struggles a little bit with edge defenders, but I think he could be really, really good. The problem is, is he had to have hip surgery uh, this past season. So his medical, he needs to check out medically. If he does, I think he's a great pick. We need a right tackle. Obviously, I have Ricky Wagner there for right now, but we need somebody to replace him, and I think that uh, I think this guy could definitely uh, fit the bill. 
Then at number 73, this is a little bit of a it's a little bit of a me pick, but uh, I went with Brian Edwards, the wide receiver from South Carolina. Now, it's possible the Packers pick up a wide receiver at the end of the second round, or hell, even if the first round. I think it'll be more second, though. Um, but I loved what I saw at Brian Edwards. I did more of a breakdown when I broke down 10 different wide receivers for uh, day two, and he has some amazing catches. He's been consistent, and the the big problem, again, is the, the injuries. He had a knee injury. That gives me a little bit of cause for concern, but the, the, some of the catches that this guy makes, and again, I, I implore you to go look at the Tennessee catch and just go, holy crap, uh, and he constantly made some incredible catches, goes up, win those 50-50 balls, and I think Brian Edwards would be a great addition to the Packers receiving core. Then with the 94th pick, I got them going James Lynch, defensive tackle from Baylor. There's a lot to like about this guy. He does need to develop a little bit more, but this guy just runs people over. Let me just give you some stats. I know stats aren't everything, but these stats are pretty good. Last year as a defensive tackle, 13 and a half sacks, 19 and a half tackles for a loss. That's pretty damn good. Uh, well, obviously, we're going to be re-signing Kenny Clark and giving him a crap ton of money. He needs some support. He needs another guy on the line. I think James Lynch would definitely fit that bill. Uh, and again... Right off the bat, we would secure three positions of need. A lot of the mock drafts I did before this, I saw us going cornerback early, but I don't know if Goody is going to want to spend another premium pick on a cornerback since we just did that. But uh, I think they'll get a corner later in the draft. But yeah, I think uh, this would definitely fit their defensive tackle need. Obviously, there's talk about them just staying at 30 and getting a guy like Blacklock. Domofsky said that yesterday. Um... There's potential for that, but I think there's good value in the later days, too. So I, I have them going Lynch here. Uh, 136, I have them going Keyshawn Vaughn, the running back from Vanderbilt. Um, guy breaks tackles, doesn't really have a whole lot of speed. Um, but to give you an idea, every 16 and a half times that he touched the ball, he scored a touchdown. Every 16 and a half touches. It's pretty good. I think that he is uh, being super duper undervalued. The reason I'm picking running back here is I do not want to pick one in the second round. Obviously, we have a very big question of what do we do with Aaron Jones next season as his contract is up. We also have Jamal Williams, in which we're going to run into the same problem. I feel like Vaughn can be a, uh, a great number two if we have to let one of them go. Uh, obviously, I mean, I put out the video, are we going to let Aaron Jones walk? And a lot of people gave me a lot of crap for that. And then they realized, oh, crap, we're going to have to pay him a crap ton of money. And I love Aaron Jones a lot, but do we pay running backs? I mean, that that usually gets teams into a lot of trouble. And so I think that Goody hedges his bets here and picks up a guy who could potentially take the mantle just in case one or more of them leave. Then at 175, I have them going with Neville Clark, the cornerback from UCF. Um... Again, corner, they, they need some depth there as we have too many question marks there. I'm not going to give up on Josh Jackson just yet. I just need to see something from him. He's not super fast, but he had 13 passes defended in 2018 and 11 passes defended in 2019 and two interceptions each. He's got good ball skills. Um, the, the problem with him is going to be his speed. But like I said, at this point, we're just going to kind of go for depth. Then at 192, I'm having a guy that I picked in my previous mock, and that's Dalton Keene, the tight end from Virginia Tech. Great blocking tight end, and again, I feel like he could be a guy that could replace Mercedes Lewis come next season. Um, I still believe in Jay Sternberger and do not believe in trading for O.J. Howard for the 15th millionth time, but I think Dalton Keene would be a, a nice number two uh, behind Jay Sternberger. 
Then at 208, I have them going. Another guy I saw at the last draft, uh, Raquan Williams, the defensive tackle from Michigan State, has a lot of versatility. He's 6'4", 308 pounds. A little slow, but again, for depth, it just makes sense. And then targeting big guys on the line, you can never have too many big, beefy men. And you could quote me on that. <laughs> then at 209, you got Quez Watkins, uh, the wide receiver from Southern Miss. Ran a 4.35 at the combine, which is great. Uh, had over 1,000 yards and five touchdowns last season. Still needs to develop going up for those 50-50 balls, but has great speed. Um, and I think that I would be shocked if the Packers don't pick up at least two wide receivers, one in the early rounds and then one at the end. And so Watkins just fits the bill here. Then 236, I got Rodney Clemens, the safety from SMU. 27 passes defended, seven interceptions uh, in his career at college, but he needs a lot of work. Yes, we already have two starting safeties, but I feel like you can never have too many guys there for depth. Uh, and after those two, we got pretty much nothing. So yeah, I feel like, again, just bring him in to compete. And then finally at 242, Aaron Rodgers' successor, Cole McDonald had a farm. The QB from Hawaii. Uh, yeah, his accuracy is terrible. I think he created like maybe like 29% of his deep ball passes, but he's super duper athletic. Just bring him in. Who cares? Just bring him in at this point. I, I just, just spend the pick back here. And then next year you could, you could go and pick an early pick for the QB. That's fine. I liked his name. Cole McDonald had a farm, but he cannot throw. <laughs> But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Uh, we will be doing a stream tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern in which we will be doing plenty of mock drafts. So feel free to join in on there. Uh, that should be fun. But let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out Backcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the Patreon members over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy. But thank you so much for watching. We're one day away, folks. And as always, Go Pack Go!